Welcome back to the Balance and Barbells podcast. My name is Kayla and I am your host. We have another episode today and we're talking about why you might not be seeing progress in your fitness journey. This is something that I get asked a lot as a coach and I just thought we should dive into it today for season two. I am honestly just in this phase right now where I'm really excited to record all these podcasts and I'm just pouring into them this month. I have a lot of different topics that I want to go over with you guys, and I'm really excited to just kind of do these one-on-one conversations. These seem to be the most requested type of podcast from you guys, just sharing some insights and sharing some tips, but I'd love to know if there's anybody or any topic that you would like to discuss more that we could get some experts on the podcast for. Female health is definitely one of them. Um, I know that a lot of like hormone questions come in, a lot of period questions come in, especially after we did the podcast regarding um, your hormones and your period. But I want to make sure that we have experts on the topic on the podcast so we can really dive in and ask the questions that you guys are wanting to know. So that's something that if you have a request or if you want somebody specific on the podcast, my email is in the show notes. You can DM me any requests you have there, but you can also DM me on Instagram um, and me or my team will take a look at that and make sure that we get that put into the schedule. But I'm loving the feedback I'm getting from you guys that you guys are loving the tips and the tricks that we've been talking about on the podcast. And I was surprised to learn that you guys really just like the one-on-one chats between us. Um, So I'm excited that you guys are enjoying those and that that's really been the content that you are wanting more of. Um, But I'm excited to just kind of expand the podcast and get more people on here and have some more experts and some different opinions on the podcast as well. If you're new around here, we start each podcast off, at least in season two, by sharing a fun fact. It's been fitness related for the most part, but this week I'm changing it up a bit because I'm in my gardening era. I am so obsessed with gardening season. I'm a summer girl at heart. Like I don't even know how I survive winters. I don't know how I'm going to survive this winter, like thinking about how cold it gets and how I'm just like stuck indoors here in Colorado. Um, But I am just like alive in the summertime. And all I want to do is garden and be outside and be in the 90 degree weather. Like that is who I am to my core, just constantly being outside. But gardening is a new thing that I picked up and I've always wanted to do it, but we've always lived in the city or in a condo. And in the last two years, we've started to be in our suburb era. And now that we have a house and a backyard and I'm so obsessed with gardening that I'm just kind of constantly learning new tips and tricks for how to be a better gardener. My next door neighbor is actually one of the best gardeners. (laughs) She has so many different planters. She's constantly telling me about all of her different plants and how she's keeping these alive and how she's growing different fruits and vegetables. So I'm keeping up with that and it's overwhelming, but she has so many great tips. And then one thing that actually came across my TikTok yesterday, so this is the fun fact, is if you take banana peels and you soak them in water for two days plus, you are going to be like leaching out the potassium in the bananas. And potassium is one of the key nutrients in soil that helps plants survive and grow and be strong. So you take the potassium and then you soak them or the bananas and you soak them in water and then you take the potassium water and you put them on your soil and you water your plants with them. Specifically, this is good for tomatoes. And my tomatoes this year have just not been thriving because we've had such a wet summer. It's been constantly raining. And I was even looking back at pictures and last July I was harvesting about this time. And this time it's literally just starting to grow. Like I'm just starting to see massive growth in my zucchinis. No fruit or vegetables are actually growing off of them yet, but things are starting to basically flower, meaning that they've pollinated and they're getting ready to produce fruit. But it's taken longer this year and my tomatoes are definitely not looking as good as they did last year. Last year, I just couldn't even keep up with them. I was constantly harvesting. 
So I'm going to try the potassium water and I'll let you know how it works. I just watered my plants with them this morning, but I'm hoping that it helps make my plants come alive. But that is the fun fact. And they talked about how the potassium was really good for the fruits and vegetables. So I'm hoping that it's just going to help excel the growth of the tomatoes. And I'm going to be able to start harvesting soon so we can start making pico and things like that. Next year, I think I'm going to be doing a ton of peppers and a ton of onions and things like that so that I can make more of like a pico garden. This year, things just didn't survive well. So I'm kind of disappointed this year because of the wet summer, but we have basil, broccoli, zucchini, squash, tomatoes. Like I have a decent amount of stuff that is growing now. So I'm really excited to move into harvesting season. All right, enough rambling. We're going to jump into the podcast episode, which is why you may not be seeing progress. This is something that's really highly requested because so many people are very quick to assume that they're not seeing progress and they don't really know what they're doing. I have a lot of women who come to me and they tell me that their biggest concern is that they've been working out for years, that they work out every single day, that they eat healthy, that they feel like they're eating next to nothing and they're still not seeing results. And there's a few factors that will play into this. And this isn't going to just be specific to women because honestly, this is something that everyone struggles with. And I think it's a lack of education or a mixed communication of education because there's been so much information shared online and not all of it's factual. Not everyone knows what they're talking about when it comes to fitness and nutrition. And I'm not saying I have all the answers, but there is a lot of misinformation out there. And there's a lot of people that are speaking into the fitness space that shouldn't be and that are honestly profiting from it. They're not actually looking to help you get results. They're profiting from the results of you buying a certain product. So that misinformation can be misleading. For example, you see it all the time in headlines, things like six pack abs in six weeks, not possible. Like just get that out of your head. Anything that's promising your results in a short period of time is not possible. It's not healthy and it's not sustainable. Those are the three things that you need to understand when it comes to seeing results. You need to build a lifestyle out of your fitness and nutrition and it needs to be at the core of basically your health and wellness. I think that people get carried away when it comes to diets and trying to kind of get the perfect thing down. Either they're delaying starting because they don't know where to start or they're just taking in the wrong information and not actually researching it and going to credible sources that actually can help you get there. And a lot of the time it can be because that they have a goal that they want to achieve by a certain time and they may not like the truth behind why it's going to take so long to start seeing results. So there's a lot that can go into why you're not seeing progress, but I think that everybody, when they fall into that category, the questions you need answered are what are the reasons behind why you're not seeing results? There's something that's going on that you're not doing correctly, and you need to tweak things so that you can start seeing results because it's possible for everybody, but it's just understanding that underlying issue and solving it based on that and not just being generic with it, not being generic with your health, wellness, and fitness, and just putting yourself in a box and trying to do everything that everyone else is doing, figuring out what works for you and figuring out what your issue is as why you're not seeing results is going to be your first step. So we're going to dive through the different reasons that I see people not seeing progress, and then we're going to talk about ways to correct that so that you can start seeing results. The very first one to kick it off is unrealistic expectations. This is probably the most common one that I see, especially being a fitness trainer. People don't understand how long it actually takes to see significant results. I have a lot of people who even come to me and tell me that they know that their expectations are unrealistic, 
But even through the training program, we get to 12 weeks, we get to 18 weeks, and they're not happy enough with the progress because they have this idea in their head of how they should be looking at this point. And I get it. Like, you're working really hard, you're dieting, you're not comfortable, you're not necessarily at your best when it comes to your nutrition and just like not being able to eat as much as you want or constantly working out. And it can feel daunting because you're not seeing as many results as you'd like to see. However, muscle development, muscle growth, fat loss, whatever your goal is, it takes time and it can take a significant amount of time, especially depending on where you're at. And everyone's going to be so different. The people that I work with that start from the beginning that really aren't working out a lot, that don't have a lot of muscle mass, they usually start to see results faster than somebody who's been lifting for years and is trying to recomp a certain area, grow a little bit muscle in a certain area, maybe grow their glutes a little bit more. It depends on where you're at in the journey, and it depends on about how much you've been lifting and the changes you have to make. Somebody who hasn't been lifting weights at all and somebody who's just starting to lift weights is going to see results pretty quickly because you're going from a sedentary lifestyle to active overnight. And just those simple changes that you're making, even if you just start walking every single day, if you start lifting once a week, you're going to see results quickly because your body is going to shed that fat really quickly. You're making a massive change. But there's going to be a point where you plateau. And this is where a lot of people will give up because you start to get maybe to that 12-week mark and you're no longer seeing results as quickly as you were in the beginning. And now you start to think, well, now I've, this is where my body stops. There, I'm no longer going to lose any more weight. I can't be eating less than I'm currently eating. I can't be working out more. It's too hard to keep going, so I'm going to stop. And that's where a lot of people will fail because they have unrealistic expectations because they had that quick win in the beginning. And now it's at a point where you have a plateau and you have to change because your body adapts. Your body has the ability to adapt to its environment. So if you've been doing something consistently for 12 weeks, now your body is maintaining at that point because you've been doing something for 12 weeks and it's now adapted. So you have to make some more changes so that you can rev the intensity back up and you can start seeing results again because you have to have that little change in order to see results continue. And it's cheesy, but it's true. If it's not challenging you, it's not changing you. But even if that's not the case for you, it can be an unrealistic expectation just because you see a lot of ads or you see a lot of people on social media who maybe eat a certain way or they say they eat in a certain way and that they work out a certain way and results don't come for you like they do for them. And that can be a lot of different things. One, they're farther in the journey than you are. They're doing something different that they're not sharing. You don't have all the insight into what it looks like. Or you are just giving yourself too short a timeline. You're telling yourself that in 30 days you want to look like them because you've been eating that way for 30 days. And that's not how it works. You have to build the muscle mass. You have to be eating in a calorie deficit if you want to lose the weight. You have to be eating in a calorie surplus and you have to be training heavy if you want to build muscle and you have to do it consistently. You have to be eating in a calorie deficit and you have to be doing a lot of cardio and doing a lot of exercise to make sure that you're in a calorie deficit if you want to lose fat. You have to be eating nutritiously. You have to be training consistently. And these things take time and 30 days isn't going to help you see anything significant. I honestly, this is one of the hardest things I have to tell clients when they start with me is Even if you sign up for a six-month coaching program, I promise you at six months, it's still not going to be where you could be in two years. Six months is a great starting point, but if you are trying to really lose a lot of weight or you're really trying to put on muscle mass, you need to give yourself two years. 
because it takes time and you have to be consistent with it. There's going to be things up and down in life that are going to have you fall off track. There's going to be plateaus. And then there's just the fact that muscle takes time to develop and it takes a slow and consistent and steady state environment for it to grow and develop. Same with fat loss. You have to be consistent and you have to be routine. So that's the biggest thing when it comes to unrealistic expectations. I think that when you are trying to set a goal and trying to solve this problem, you need to be realistic with yourself and you need to understand maybe where you're starting and also where you want your end goal to be. I'm going to just give one example and say that if you're just starting your fitness journey and you want to start losing weight, but you also want to tone up. So you want to build muscle. You need to give yourself a decent amount of time. And this is for anybody who wants to make significant results. Six months to two years is the timeline that you have to be realistic with. You will start to see subtle changes in 12 weeks. That's pretty common. You will see changes in measurements. You will see changes in weight. You will see changes in progress pictures but you're not going to be a different person in 12 weeks. 12 weeks is a good starting point to start seeing results and know that what you're doing is working. Use that as a metric to measure and understand if what you're doing is working. If nothing is changing in 12 weeks, you have to look at something else. But if in 12 weeks you're seeing some kind of decline or some kind of change in measurements, in pictures, in weight, you are on the right track. So you have to motivate yourself in that aspect. It may not be exactly where you want to be. It may not be the finish line, but it is the starting point and you are on the right track and you just have to keep going and extend the timeline that you think that you need in order to see the results. I honestly believe that if you have any sort of significant goal that you're trying to reach, six months to two years at minimum. And I've been training for 10 years myself and I can honestly tell you that the goal changes. You start to see results, you start to see changes, and there's different periods. I wouldn't say that I'm a big person that cuts and bulks and stays at maintenance. I don't do a lot of that. But there are times where, like for my wedding, I did a slight little shredding session where I was trying to lose weight for a couple of weeks. Then my goal changed and I wanted more muscle mass because I felt like I lost too much muscle mass in that time period. And then I just decided, you know what? All I care about is my hormones. And all I care about is maintaining myself right now. Your goals are going to fluctuate and your goals going to change and you have to adapt with that. And you're not going to pretty much ever reach a finish line. I think you're always going to have these ever changing goals and these ever changing things, but it becomes easier because you start to just kind of change things and adapt things in your workouts and your routine so that you can start to see subtle results. A whole different topic for another day, but that is the importance is understanding that your unrealistic expectations could be a major reason why you're not seeing progress and that you need to adjust those expectations, do the research, understand what it's going to take in order for you to see the results and be real with yourself. Even if you have something in 12 weeks that you want to look a certain way by, like, unfortunately, that's just not how it works. So don't kill yourself. Don't go on a drastic diet. Don't be working out for two hours a day and just wrecking and destroying your metabolism because you want to see unrealistic results in an unrealistic timeline. Be healthy about it and take the time now so that in a year from now, you don't ever have to go through this again. You already know what to do and you've made a year's worth of progress. Number two is your metabolism is trash. And I say that aggressively because this is pretty common, especially for women. A lot of times people will come to me and say they're eating 1,200 calories, they work out two hours a day, and they're not seeing results. I don't see how you could possibly see results on a diet like that and with a workout routine like that. Your body is just basically running on cortisol. 
And cortisol is a stress hormone. And when you are in fight or flight, which is when your cortisol levels are raised or when you're constantly stressed, you're not going to be prioritizing anything other than staying alive. It's not going to be prioritizing building muscle mass. It's not going to be prioritizing losing fat. You're basically just prioritizing staying alive. You're not giving your body enough fuel and you're working out ridiculously long hours. And now your body is just trying to fight to stay alive. So you're trashing your metabolism as a result. Your metabolism isn't able to keep up. Your metabolism isn't getting enough fuel that it needs to constantly be burning. It doesn't have any muscle mass that it needs to be maintaining. So it's at a very slow and sluggish state. And it's when your metabolism is slow, your body is not a fat burning machine. So it's the opposite of what we want. And a lot of times the result of this is you go into a reverse diet. Now, I'm not going to say this is for everyone because honestly, it's very specific and it needs to be tailored to you. But a lot of times I have clients that'll come in and they're eating sometimes under a thousand calories a day. They're working out constantly. They're constantly active and drinking tons of coffee, tons of caffeine, and they're just not seeing results. They just describe themselves maybe as like a skinny fat. They don't feel like they have any muscle mass. So the first step is repairing your metabolism because your metabolism is what's going to help you lose body fat, but also maintain muscle mass. And that's what you want. So you want more muscle mass because muscle requires more energy than body fat. And when you have more muscle mass on you, you're burning more calories naturally. So your metabolism is revved up and your metabolism is maintaining its current state. If you are in a place where you're not maintaining muscle mass, you're not seeing results, you're eating really low, you probably need to consider a reverse diet. And a reverse diet is when you slowly increase your calories back to maintenance and then you hold that maintenance for a little bit and allow your body and your metabolism to basically repair itself. This is a very slow process and this is a different process for everyone, but it can drastically improve your results because until you repair your metabolism, There's nowhere else to go. Think about it. If you're eating a 1,000 calories and you're like, I still have so much body fat on me. I don't feel like I'm losing any body fat. I'm working out for two hours a day and I'm eating under a 1,000 calories. Where do you go from here? You can't go down lower than a 1,000 calories. Like you're already at a point that's not healthy. But there's nowhere to go but up. So you have to kind of reverse your way back to maintenance where your body needs to maintain, which is drastically higher than most people think. A lot of times women will tell me that they think that they need to be eating 1,500 calories. If you are 5'6 and 135 pounds, you really need to be eating closer to 2,200 calories to maintain your current state. And it can be higher or lower depending on how much muscle mass you have. So don't freak out by the number, but also don't make the change overnight. That's part of the reverse diet. You have to slowly work your way up. And I mean, I'm talking 50 calories to 100 calories a week increment changes until you get to a certain point. Again, I don't recommend that you do this on your own, especially if you don't know what you're doing. I recommend working with a coach and somebody who can support you through it. But it is key to making sure that you repair your metabolism. And a healthy metabolism is going to be eating nutrient-dense. It's going to be getting lots of water. It's going to be getting some daily exercise, not over probably 60 minutes a day, especially if you're at a high-stress state. And it's going to be burning fat as fuel. And it's not going to be constantly burning your muscle mass because it has nothing else to burn. So you have to give yourself some time to repair it. And it can be scary to start, but it's also important to understand that your metabolism is what's going to help you down the line so that you're not constantly dieting. The goal should never be to constantly be dieting. You will eventually get to a point once you start to see results that you just stick around maintenance. And 
that is because you have healthy muscle mass, you have a healthy body composition, and you have a healthy metabolism. So your metabolism being trash is a huge component to you not seeing results. And it's something that you need to evaluate and talk about with either a coach or trying to figure out your next steps because it is a very common one that I see. And a lot of people don't really understand where to go from there because they're like, I'm already working out two hours a day. I'm already eating a thousand calories. How can I go less than here? How can I not be seeing results at this point? I'm killing myself to see results. And it's because your metabolism is trash. Number three, intensity and frequency of your training. So first and foremost, frequency of your training. You need to be doing it consistently. And your training should not be changing every single day. At a minimum, you should be doing the same workouts for eight weeks and not change a thing until you get to at least that eight week point. And sometimes I suggest even going longer, but your changing up of your workouts constantly isn't doing you any favors. You're not targeting the same muscle groups over and over again. And repetition is key in starting to see results. And so is consistency. So being frequent and consistent with your trainings. Are you training every single week? Are you training week over week? Are you training the same muscle groups week over week? Those are the things you have to look at with frequency and consistency. Are you doing the repetitions over and over again? Are you making sure that you're targeting those muscle groups? And doing it again so that they tear down during your workouts and build back up through your nutrition and your rest. And then you do it all over again the next week so that they get stronger and bigger. That's the frequency aspect of it. And how long are you going consistently? If you're going to go two weeks and work biceps and back two weeks and then you're done, you're not going to see any results from that. You basically just wasted energy. You have to be consistent, you have to be frequent, and you have to be routine. Now, intensity is a bigger part of this because a lot of times I see people doing the same weight over and over again, doing the same thing over and over again, and I think at some point you have to be honest with yourself and really be paying attention to the metrics of your exercises and be honest while you're working out. Is it challenging? Is it not challenging? Are you just going in there in 30 minutes and just watching the clock and getting your workout done, but not paying attention to the quality and the intensity of your reps. I think that the quality aspect is so important. And this plays into the intensity aspect because if you're doing 10 reps of an exercise and you're throwing weights around and just doing momentum, just trying to get the exercise done, you're wasting your energy. But if you are focusing on the quality of your reps and making sure that it's intense enough, do you have a heavy enough weight? Are your reps intense enough? Do you feel it in the right muscle groups? Is there a mind-muscle connection? That is the quality of your rep and your exercises. But is the intensity big enough? Are you feeling challenged during the exercise? Are you feeling like even if it's a lower weight that you are challenging yourself, that you're feeling it in the repetitions and the mind-muscle connection and in the tempo? Are you challenging yourself in weight? Are you trying to hit new PRs? Are you making sure that week over week, are you paying attention to progressive overload? Are you seeing changes? Are you getting stronger? If you're not seeing those things and it's been 15 weeks, let's just say, and you're not seeing any changes, you're not growing. It's important to remember that the intensity is what's going to help you grow. Yes, it's challenging in the moment, but in three weeks when you stick with that challenge, you'll start to notice that it doesn't feel as challenging and then it starts to feel easy. And then you have to pay attention to your tempo. You have to pay attention to your rep range and you have to pay attention to increasing your weight so that you start to feel that intensity again and you grow from there. So your frequency and your intensity are massive indicators of where you're at in your progress timeline. If things aren't changing, if you're not 
not staying consistent and you're not starting to see changes, you're not going to be seeing changes physically either. So pay attention to those aspects. For frequency, just make sure that you have consistency in your routine. What does it look like for your leg days, your upper body days? How frequently are you training those? Are you training them at minimum once a week? And how does your consistency look? Are you being consistent in your workouts? Are you missing workouts? Are you not hitting workouts? Um, And then with your intensity, pay attention to if you're starting to see PRs or if you're starting to see progress in some of the exercises. Are your weights going up? Are your reps going up? Are things starting to feel easier? Are they feeling more challenging when you increase your weights? How are you managing and how are you increasing that intensity so that you start to see more progress and growth? Number four, and it's one that nobody wants to hear as you have poor nutrition. And I really think that people think that they can go to the gym, they can work out for two hours and they'll see results. And you have to understand that when you go to the gym, you're not building necessarily muscle. What you're doing is you're tearing your muscles down and you're tearing your body down. And how your body gets stronger is through rest and nutrition so that it can build back up and repair. If you are going to the gym for two hours a day or you're going to the gym for even 45 minutes and you come home and your diet is trash, you eat junk food, processed foods, you don't eat protein, but if you are just eating crap, you are not going to be building your body back up to be stronger. Your body needs the fuel and it needs nutrition and it needs balanced nutrition so that you can see the results that you want. Protein is one of the biggest reasons why people don't see results. It's because they don't prioritize getting in enough protein and they don't prioritize getting in protein consistently in every single meal. If you were to eat 25 to 35 grams of protein every single meal, you will notice that your cravings go down, that you start to develop muscle mass easier, that your digestion feels better, that you have more energy, that you're not as hungry in between meals because protein is essential and it is something that keeps you satiated longer, but it's also what is required as a building block to build muscle. And if you're not getting enough and you're just constantly loading up your body with carbohydrates, you're not going to be prioritizing building muscle mass and that protein synthesis isn't going to be as strong and you're not going to see results as much as you'd like. So your nutrition is something that you really have to pay attention to and that is vital in order to see results. And protein is the first place I would recommend that you start. But also don't neglect things like your micronutrients, your vegetables, your fruits, your healthy fats, your complex carbohydrates, building healthy, balanced meals in, focusing on your electrolytes, on your water intake. All of these are key in order to see the results that you want. And then you also have to pay attention to the macronutrient aspect. If you're eating too much, if you're eating too little, if you're in between and maybe your maintenance and you have things that you want to see, maybe you want to grow muscle mass or you want to lose body fat, you have to adjust. So you're eating more. So if you want to build muscle mass, you're eating more. If you want to lose body fat, that you're eating less so your body can reciprocate the results that you're trying to achieve. So you have to get your nutrition in line and you have to understand how your nutrition is going to play an important role in the results that you want to see. If you're trying to lose weight, like I said, you have to be in a calorie deficit. If you're trying to build muscle mass, you have to be in a calorie surplus. And there's other ways that you can play into it. But the basics that you need to understand if you're not into tracking and you don't even want to start tracking is just getting those basics in line. Are you getting enough protein? Are you getting protein in it every single meal? Are you drinking enough water? How do your vegetables and your fruits intake look like? And are you balancing out your meals? Those are the basic things that you need to get in line. And then also just eliminating as much processed food as possible eating whole nutrient-dense foods first. 
Those are the things that are going to help your body recover. Those are the things that are going to help your body grow and build and get stronger and what you're going to need in order to see results. But also I recommend that you don't go on these quick fix diets and that you're not constantly changing up your diets and changing things all the time. If you start to really get intense in recipe development, it can be really challenging. And I see a lot of people will fail in this way because they try to be too creative with recipes and it can be overwhelming and it can be too challenging. So it feels like eating healthy is too hard. You don't have to make it challenging. You just need to stick to the basics. Get your protein in, get your complex carbohydrates in, get your healthy fats in, and then be eating fruits and vegetables and unprocessed foods as much as possible. And don't go on these quick fix diets. You don't want to be eating something that's really impossible for you or being a very challenging diet for 30 days and thinking that's going to help. Just stick to the basics of it and build something that is sustainable and something that's a lifestyle for you. If you're eating foods that you hate, you're not going to enjoy it and you're not going to want to do it. So find foods that you like, find protein sources that you like, find healthy complex carbohydrates you like and build meals out of those. And don't make it too complicated because I don't believe that there are necessarily bad foods. I think the bad foods are the foods that are inflammatory and that are highly processed and aren't real ingredients. But I don't think that by eating anything like bagels or cookies or anything like that is necessarily a bad food. There's ways to fit them in that are balanced and that are nutrient dense for you. So get your nutrition in line and focus on making sure you have a healthy balanced diet that you can stick with and be routine and consistent with. Number six is insufficient recovery or rest. This is is when your body grows. This is when you start to see results is when you allow your body to rest and recover. That's when you get the strongest um, and you need to make sure that you have sufficient amount. This can relate to rest days. This can relate to sleep, active recovery sessions, all things that are going to help you recover so you can get stronger. If you are not allowing your body to rest, you're going to be constantly sore. Your body's not going to be able to repair itself and get stronger in your next sessions. So it's important that you allow yourself rest at least 24 hours but up to 72 hours in between training each muscle group and making sure you're getting sufficient sleep this is really important as well seven to nine hours a night if possible and getting a good routine in where you can get good consistent sleep that's also going to play a huge part into how you're going to repair and grow if you're not sleeping this is one of the biggest things that I will have my clients focus on especially if you're like I want to have a morning routine but you're only sleeping three to four hours I'm going to have you prioritize sleep first because sleep is going to be the biggest part of when you're going to see results. If you're not sleeping enough, you're going to have elevated cortisol levels. You're going to be hungrier. It can mess with your nutrition for the day. You're not going to feel your best. Your training is not going to be your best. So it's important that you're getting enough sleep. Again, seven to nine hours is the guideline. If you're getting anywhere from six to nine hours, I'm pretty happy with that. But you have to be getting good, sufficient sleep in order to see results, that you can be training well, that you feel recovered, that you can give your all during your workouts. So rest is really important. And I think a lot of people miss that when they're trying to see results because they want to just overdo and they want to get the results as quickly as possible and that will hinder you more than it will help you. If you're well rested, if you've slept well, your training is going to be better. It's going to be more focused. It's going to be your lifting heavier, you're feeling better, your nutrition is going to be on point, and you're going to just feel better. If you're constantly sore and your body is not recovering and you're not feeling like soreness is going away, good sign that you're not resting enough. 
enough. And it's important that you're getting at least that 24 hours to 72 hours between training each muscle group. So if you do leg day one day, you should be waiting 24 hours to 72 hours before you do legs again, or at least the same muscle groups. And active recoveries are okay too. Um, I'm a big advocate for active recovery. This can be walking. This can be just like a slight exercise, but it's important that you're giving yourself enough time that you're not constantly putting strain on your body and on your muscle groups and not allowing them to recover properly. Active recovery is great, especially for like cardio, like flushing the body out and getting the blood moving and getting lactic acid moving so that you start to feel better. But this also comes into play with nutrition. It's going to help you get stronger and feel better so that you're not constantly sore and you're able to train better. So getting your rest and recovery in place is really important. And if you're not resting at least one day, maybe two days a week, you're not going to be seeing significant results because your body is not getting enough rest. So keep that in mind. That's like the bare minimum, but I would recommend that you figure out a rest and recovery routine for yourself and get your sleep in place. I have different podcast episodes on nighttime routines and getting your sleep in place, but it's really important that you have a consistent nighttime routine, that you're avoiding blue lights before bed, that you're giving yourself a consistent time that you go to bed each night and wake up each morning so that you can get the same hours of sleep each night and have a routine where your body is naturally falling asleep at the same time, you're going to feel much better and it's going to allow you to have much better results because your sleep is in place and your routine is in place. Now, the last one is probably the most important one because I think that this is a critical aspect as to why you are not seeing results and it is consistency. When you see results is when you are consistent over and over and over again. I don't care if you eat healthy one day. I don't care if you have the best workout one day. If you don't do that consistently over time, you're not going to see results. It's the same thing as if you have a bad meal or a bad week training, you're not going to lose all your progress in that short period of time. So you're not going to gain a ton of progress in a short period of time either. You have to remember that it comes down to consistency and it comes down to your routines and your daily habits. What are you doing every single day and are you being consistent with them? Are your daily habits, including exercise, focusing on your nutrition, getting enough sleep, drinking enough water? And if those things are in place, results will follow naturally. But if you are not being consistent with it, if you say you're going to go to the gym, but if you are like 50% of the time I make it and 50% of the time I don't, you're not going to see significant results. You're not going to be putting yourself under enough challenge to see change. You have to be consistent day in and day out. And obviously you're going to have a few off days here and there, but the consistency is where that plays a part. But if you're falling below that line and it's, you look back at the last month and you maybe made two workouts a week, you weren't consistent with it. You weren't consistent with your workouts. Your routine wasn't the same. Your exercises were all over the place. Your nutrition was all over the place. Your sleep was all over the place. How can you expect to see any sort of results from that. You have to be consistent day in and day out and for a long period of time back to the first point, longer than you think. Build something that is routine, something that takes the thinking out of it so that you're not negotiating with yourself constantly. And I talked about this in the podcast the week before. Stop making the hard decisions at the time that the decision is hard. Because if you say, I'm going to go to the gym the night before, and then in the morning when you wake up at five and you're tired and it's cold and you don't want to get out of bed and you want to sleep more, that's making a decision at the hard point. But you told yourself the night before you're going. So you're getting out of bed, you're going to the gym, and you're doing what you promised yourself when the decision wasn't as hard to make. And that's going to help make consistency so much easier. And the more you do it, the more daily habits you have in place, the easier it becomes because you'll be doing it over and over and over again. And you just take the thinking right out of it. You have your routine and you just stay consistent with it. And over time, you will just start to naturally see the results come in. But consistency is huge 
when it comes to seeing results or hindering progress. Staying consistent with your workouts, staying consistent with your nutrition, and you'll start seeing changes that you're looking for. The last one's more of a bonus. It's the underlying medical conditions that are a potential. And I say this because not everyone's going to have this, but this is a big factor in a lot of women, especially if you are dealing with conditions like thyroid issues, PCOS, if you are dealing with any type of hormonal issue or digestion issue, it's going to play a big factor into how you're going to see results. For some people, if you have massive digestion issues, it's not easy to be eating a lot of protein because it can be hard on your digestion system. So you have to play into that and you have to pay attention to certain cases that you may be dealing with. Same with like your thyroid. I know for me specifically with Hashimoto's, I have to really pay attention to my HIIT workouts. I can't constantly be doing a lot of HIIT exercises because it raises up my cortisol levels and it just doesn't work well with my hormones. And I'll start to notice that I'll have um, flashes where I'm not really feeling well in my health and then other times I'm feeling great. So I have to alternate and tweak my workouts so that they fit my health and my needs. Same for PCOS. There's a lot of factors that go into that. It's not really recommended for them to be doing a lot of HIIT exercises. It's better to stick to low impact and low intensity because it keeps that cortisol level down, which will help your body naturally keep your testosterone down and it'll help balance your hormones better. If you're constantly in that fight or flight, your hormones are gonna, your hormones are gonna be all over the place and it's not gonna be a good condition or it's not gonna be healthy for you specifically because you're gonna react differently than somebody who doesn't have PCOS and your body needs certain things that somebody else may not have. So this is why it's important to understand one, your overall health and your hormone health, especially as a woman and tailor your training to that. We talked a bit about this in the last podcast about cycle syncing and paying attention to your workouts with your cycle because your hormones are different at different levels of your cycle and your body responds differently. Sometimes you're more tired. Sometimes you have more estrogen and progesterone and you have different symptoms going on. Your body's responding differently. So it's important to feed your body nutrient dense foods based on where you're at in your cycle but it's also important to make sure your training is matched up with where you're at in your cycle versus like you don't want to be doing high intensity workouts the week of your period. So figuring all of that out and understanding where your conditions may be, where your hormones are at, what's going to work for you. And this is a big reason why I say don't just do what somebody else is doing online because everyone is so different and your needs are different than the next person. You need to be tailoring your nutrition and your training to your health needs and your goals and understanding where underlying medical conditions could be, or if you don't have any, or if you do, and how you need to make your training and your nutrition fit your needs so you can see results. Because these can truly hinder your results. If you're doing high intensity training, if you're eating really little and you have PCOS, you're probably in a massive hormone state where your body's just fluctuating. You don't feel good. You might have acne. Your workouts aren't helping you. They're hurting you. So you need to make sure that you understand where you're at and how you can tweak them so that they're going to support you and your body and your health and be able to help you see results at the end of the day. So I highly recommend that you find a healthcare provider or somebody that can help you look into those instances or those conditions to make sure that your hormones are healthy and that you don't have any underlying conditions that could be playing a part into why you're not seeing results. Those are the most common issues that I see as why you may not be seeing progress. I think it's important that you're honest with yourself and you run through everything we talked about today and just ask yourself where you 
might be falling short. And if you need help trying to find a coach that can help guide you through the way, finding health providers that can help you and identifying potential underlying conditions, but being consistent and building a routine are going to be your best friend when it comes to seeing results. You have to be realistic with the timeline and be realistic with yourself on how hard you're working, how the intensity is in your training. And if you're being consistent with everything, including your daily habits of your nutrition, your sleep, your exercising, all of it encompasses a bigger part of how you're going to see progress. And it is it comes down to consistency and it comes down to how much work you're putting in. Remember that it shouldn't be short term. You shouldn't be constantly trying to do 30 day challenges and jumping from one thing to the next. Find something that works for you. Find something that you can stick to and that's just not miserable and do it consistently day over day and results will come naturally. I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. If you have any questions, of course, you can email me or DM me on Instagram and I will talk to you in the next episode.